Welcome to the Plus Six Podcast. My name is Pete, and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of Round 8. This podcast is being recorded on Monday night, May 10. Just a couple of early takeaways for Round 8. Rounds 1 to 4, 10 disposals, average 368.7. Rounds 5 to 8, that average has increased to 373.6. Wet weather played a part in a few games in Round 8 and that is conducive to contested footy. Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide and Port Adelaide from round eight all rank inside the top 10 for contested possessions within the game this season. So wet weather bringing about some good contested footy. Okay, on to nine games. Richmond versus Geelong, five takeaways. Richmond, Minus 52 uncontested mark differential in round 8. They are minus 22 average this season, and that is ranked 17th. Geelong, plus 131 disposals against Richmond is the differential in round 8. The Cats are plus 77.5 average this season. That is ranked 1st. Between rounds 5 to 8... The Cats are plus 116.8. To Mark Blixavs, obviously Reece Stanley was a late out. For the Cats in round 8, Asaba Radugalia came into the team. Blixavs did assist in the ruck and played through that role and he finished with 107 points. Jeremy Cameron looked unstoppable up forward for the Cats. Uh, Finished with a bag of goals and 121 points against a usually tough Richmond defence. And Cam Guthrie again crushing through that midfield role. The Tigers do give up plenty through the midfield, undermanned as they are right now. Guthrie certainly got his fantasy output done at a high rate, again for 139 points. Just some game notes there. Shane Edwards uh, with ankle, lower leg injury, uh, 2 to 3 weeks on the sidelines. Shea Bolton, uh, two to three weeks uh, with an off-field incident over the weekend, so he is sidelined as well. Uh, Sava Radaglia, assessed for an eye injury. Um, he's okay and will be available for round nine. It's Gold Coast versus St Kilda. Five takeaways. Gold Coast, 110 uncontested marks in round eight. They have recorded 100-plus uncontested marks in six of eight games this season. St Kilda, plus 21.5 contested possession differential in their last two games. That is ranked second. Rounds 1-6, to the Saints were minus 8.7 average, and that was ranked 16th. So the Saints certainly stepping up their contested possession work. Jack Steele, 137 points, dominated through the midfield again. Another high ceiling game again from Steele uh, through his midfield role. High centre bounce usage there as well. Zach Jones has started to hit a couple of ceiling games in the last couple of weeks. And that is actually correlated into the Saints going well and contested ball. Uh, 123 points, uh, high centre bounce usage for Zach Jones in round eight against the Suns. 
Brandon Ellis didn't see as much ball as he would have liked on the outside for the Suns. Just 73 points and a limited output game for Ellis. Just some game notes there. Took Miller will miss round nine. He's suspended by the match review officer. And Nick Holman, concussion protocol, he'll be out for round nine as well. Just for the Saints there, James Frawley is on the radar to return for the Saints. And Seb Ross should be available uh, also for round nine. On to GWS Giants versus Essendon. Five takeaways. GWS plus 16.8 contested possession with Shane Mufford in the team this year. And that is minus 16.5 contested possession without him this season. So the Giants undefeated with Mumford in that team. It appears, and they've suggested as so, that he is the number one ruck and that should play it in the near future. But Leon Cameron is on record that uh, Mumford does have a limited span within that team. On to Essendon. Plus 9.5 inside 50 differential, rounds 6 to 8. And that is actually ranked second in the AFL. So the Bombers are getting the ball inside 50 uh, at a high rate versus their opponents over the last three games. Tim Taranto, high midfield usage, 125 points for the Giants. And Zach Merritt, also uh, high usage through that midfield, of course. 128 points, high ceiling player. Another decent output game for Merritt. And again, Darcy Parrish getting it done since he started to see an increase in centre bounce and midfield, inside midfield usage for the Bombers. A nice game for Parrish again, 117 points. Just some game notes there. Jeremy Finlayson, uh, he will miss round nine due to suspension from the match review officer. And unfortunately, Lockie Keefe has done his ACL late in that game in round eight. Uh, so ACL, he will be sidelined for 12 months. So unfortunate news there for Lockie Keefe. And just Jake Stringer, three to four weeks sidelined with a hamstring injury. Also, Jai Caldwell uh, will remain out for quite a period of time now. Uh, he's injured his hamstring at training during last week. On to North Melbourne versus Collingwood. Five takeaways. North Melbourne, minus 14 contested possession. In round eight, Kangaroos are going at minus 20.1 average for the season, and that is ranked last. Collingwood, a season-high 101 uncontested marks in round eight. Season average is 81.5 uncontested marks. Darcy Moore obviously moved back to defence, and he was dominant, taking uh, several marks in the back line for the Magpies, 134 points for him. Aaron Hall, again, high usage through that uh, halfback role for Hall. 133 points from him. Uh, he's a high-ceiling player anyway. So if he remains in that role, uh, you're going to see some high-ceiling games, especially with the Kangaroos uh, going through a rebuild. They're going to concede a lot of inside 50s, and Hall should be the recipient of plenty of traffic his way. Jordan Dugowie, uh predominantly forward again. Against the Kangaroos in round eight, uh, pretty decent matchup for Dugowie, 106 points and a handful of goals there for Dugowie as well. Onto some game notes there, Jack Zebel uh, was assessed for a shoulder concern during that game, but he came back onto the ground and appeared to be okay, so just keep a look out for that one. 
And just some breaking news there on Monday as well, Jaden Stevenson, uh, fractured wrist. Uh, he'd be sidelined for four to six weeks there. Onto the Magpies side of things. Nathan Murphy and Jordan Roughhead sidelined with concussion protocol. And also coming out today, Jeremy Howe surgery uh, for a hamstring issue. So he's going to miss the majority of the remainder of the season. On to Melbourne versus Sydney. Five takeaways. Melbourne, minus eight disposal differential in round eight. It's the first time this season the Demons have recorded a negative disposal differential in a game. To Sydney, 111.5 points per game, rounds one to four. That was ranked first in the AFL. In their last four games, the Swans have averaged 69.3 points per game. So a monster drop-off in performance. Obviously, their early season games, uh, they did put up some pretty high numbers there. To Callum Mills, back in the midfield for the Swans. Obviously, the return of Dane Rampey. So that was forecast. And when Rampey went in that team, it was expected that Callum Mills would uh, offer some Defensive help, and that's the way it played out. But Rampy comes back into the team, Mills back into the middle of the ground, and he dominated 133 points there for Mills. James Harms, his first game back for a while, um, played predominantly through the midfield. He was excellent, 100 points for him on return. And Clayton Oliver, just one mark for Oliver in round eight, and 102 points, still got the job done there. Uh, that game was played in slippery conditions at the MCG on Saturday night. So just a one mark there for Oliver. Some gain notes there for the Swans. Isaac Heaney uh, with his ankle injury missed last week. Uh, he's on the radar to return uh, this week. So just keep an eye out for that one. On to Port Adelaide versus Adelaide. This game was played in extremely slippery conditions. Uh, hard to handle. So most both teams were actually just trying to take advantage Territory advantage, uh, moving the ball, so it was not the prettiest of games to watch, but uh, as showdowns are, it was a pretty good contest for quite a while until Port Adelaide just started to blow out the Crows. Anyway, on to Port Adelaide, plus 19.5 contested possession differential in winning games this season. And in two losing games, the power at minus 18.5. So that's a pretty good stat to track for Port Adelaide success this season at least. On to Adelaide, the Crows have averaged just 38.5 points from their last two games. So a monster drop-off scoring for the Crows. On to Rory Sloan, his first game back after suffering an eye injury. He was ready to go, 113 points through the midfield uh, role for Sloan. Uh, Riley O'Brien has struggled the last couple of weeks. Just 73 points for him, and a tough matchup against Lysette. And yeah, just 73 points for Riley O'Brien. And Connor Rosie has started to pick up his game, and especially his fantasy output, 105 points. Uh, he actually was quite good in wet conditions. Uh, he seemed to be playing with a dry ball out there, but uh, he was excellent, 105 points for Rosie. On to some game notes there. Uh, Scott Lysett sent to the tribunal. It is expected that he will be suspended. As a result, Michael Voss was quite bullish on either Peter Adams or Sam Hayes coming in to make his debut. And he did mention Sam Hayes quite a, quite a bit and really supported him during that press conference on Monday. 
at this stage, I'd be actually wholly surprised if Sam Hayes doesn't make his debut in Man 9. But anyway, one to keep an eye out for. Uh, if not this week, uh, certainly in the near future, uh, Port Adelaide would want to have a look at him as the number one ruck option. And Dan Houston was subbed out for the second time in four weeks with an AC joint injury. So uh, no extended period on the sole lines for Houston at this stage, but they will monitor him through uh, the rest of the season, actually, and he will be pretty much a pain threshold situation for Houston. So hopefully he can get through the remainder of the season without too many issues. He was crunched in a tackle uh, in a bump from Darcy Fogarty, and that actually initiated some more pain in his shoulder. Anyway, two of the last four games for Houston, he has been subbed out. On to Lockie Murphy for the Crows. Uh, he'll be sidelined with ankle syndesmosis uh, for eight weeks. And Ned McHenry, uh, he'll be out for round nine under concussion protocol from that tackle from Scott Lysette. Okay, on to Hawthorne versus West Coast. Five takeaways. Hawthorne, season low minus 28 inside 50 differential in round eight. The Hawks, minus 11.8 season average differential, and that is ranked last in the AFL. West Coast, haven't recorded a positive disposal differential in all road games this season. They were minus 19 versus Hawthorne in round 8. Andrew Gaff found plenty of ball against the Hawks on the outside, 137 points. Uh, James Wobble was used through the midfield role again for the second week in a row, obviously without Jager O'Meara, 105 points for Warple. And with the Hawks conceding that many inside 50s uh, against the Eagles there, uh, that puts a few defenders in a decent situation to score well from a fantasy perspective, and Jarman MP 103 points there. Uh, just some game notes there. Jack Gunston was a game time late out. So just a couple of minutes before the game was started, uh, Gunston was ruled out. Uh, obviously, he missed a significant part of the season already with a back injury. So he was uh, ruled out just just before the first iron. And so Western Bulldogs versus Carlton. Five takeaways. Western Bulldogs plus 39 disposal differential in round eight. The Bulldogs are plus 60. 2.4 average for the season. That is ranked second. Carlton, only seven centre clearances in round eight versus the Bulldogs, 23. It was a minus 16 differential. The Blues were absolutely smashed in centre clearances. So David Teague, in his press conference, sounded out that exact situation. And he flagged some changes in the weeks to come uh, with the Blues centre bounce rotation. So just to keep an eye out there that a few changes will be made. Uh, the Blues have struggled in centre clearances this year. So Marcus Bontempelli, uh, he was unstoppable against the Blues. 131 points for him. And Jack McRae, pretty much a slow day for McRae. He did struggle to get there, but yeah, a surge late in the last quarter got him to 101 points. But definitely a slow burn for McRae all day, and Sam Doherty was on fire all day in his halfback role, 123 points for Doherty. Just some game notes there. Lockie Hunter has undergone hand surgery. Has had a plate put inside his hand. Hasn't been ruled out for round nine just yet. 
but there is some chance he's out for the short term at least, uh, depending on how he pulls up this week. Uh, Tim English is a likely starter in round nine. Uh, Jordan Sweet was actually pretty good against Mark Pitnett. And Steph Martin uh, is one to two weeks away from a return with an Achilles injury as well. On to Brisbane versus Fremantle. Five takeaways. Brisbane, plus 15.8 contested possession. Differential rounds five to eight. And that is ranked third. So even without Lockie Neal, for the last couple of weeks at least anyway, uh, the Lions are still getting it done at a high rate uh, as far as contested possessions go. To Fremantle, 28.5 average scoring shots against in their last two games. And that is ranked 16th. Obviously, the Dockers do have some injuries in defence, um, and they're pretty much a target for small forwards, key forwards, uh, against the defence that is undermanned through injury uh, recently. So hopefully the Dockers can get a few players back to strengthen up their scoring shots and scores against. On to Daniel Rich, uh, taking a high number of kick-ins for the Lions, obviously. Uh, playing across that half-back role. Deep in defence, uh, he's pretty much the target coming out of defence as well. Uh, with his uh, raking kick, long raking kick there, so 131 points for him. Jared Lyons inside midfield usage. Uh, generally starts to wind up in the second half. He's had some pretty strong second halves this year. 121 points for him. And Hugh McCluggage, slow finish to the game for McCluggage, but he was uh, quite outstanding through the midfield for the Lions. 110 points for him. Uh, just some game notes there. Michael Frederick uh, finished the game on crutches, and he's likely to be out for a significant amount of time there uh, with ankle and ankle injury there. Okay, that's it for the solo podcast uh, for this week. Keep an eye out on Tuesday night for the dual podcast with Jeppe and I, and we'll go through some AFL Fantasy Classic uh, Round 9 trade research. Uh, That's it for episode 82. Thanks for tuning in.